Hey, this is just Ben on the front end, here to tell you to give the podcast a rating if you don't mind, and follow it or subscribe to it on whatever you're listening to this on. Um, if you want to send us an email, we'll read it, and maybe talk about it on the show. It's uh, deadensigns at gmail.com, and we got a Twitter. Anyway, if you could do all that, please. That'd be really nice. Bye, enjoy the show. Simon & Schuster Audio Works presents Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> What kind of sounds did you get? I got, I can tell you, uh, mm-hmm. to people that aren't um, in the know, which is five seconds ago, basically, before we started. Click Breaking record. News. I bought some stock sounds. Why not? Support people. Why not? You know, support, uh, you know, you, you're making your livelihood in your small cobbler shop making stock sounds. Doing foley. Do it. Yeah, exactly, you know. An old man <laughs> with a big tin sheet. Yeah. Wobbling it. <laughs> going, I saw how the people online enjoy my old-fashioned lightning noises. <laughs> I saw how the people online enjoy my thunder and lightning sounds on soundeffectpacks.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got an apprentice, a young boy mm-hmm. that's learning how to make sounds, yeah. you know. And he's a uh, he, he. Does he only use objects, or does he use his mouth to make those sounds, or does he not? Well, that's how fo- foley works: is you make sounds using other things. Ah, you okay. Know? I didn't know that. I didn't it's know foley. Mhm. Mhm. But yeah, mm-hmm. I got, for example, I got a classical music pack, volume one. Let's hear a bit of that now. There wow. you go. Great uh, stuff. I, yep. I I know what, what it sounds like because mm-hmm. I Same. totally downloaded them as soon as we did it. But you know yeah. what? Hit, hit me with a bit more. Hit me with a different one, another one. Okay. Right I'll oh. put horror music pack. <laughs> stop. Stop. Turn it up. Turn it up. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stop. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> well, there's... Uh, Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, give me wow. a minute. Give me a second. Give me a second. Yeah, you gotta collect yourself. Can you put on a bit more classical music, just like it? Yeah, sure. There it is. Oh, I wonder how many That's there are. It'd be That's funny calming. if it's just one song. There's a lot of one in the uh, pack. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not because I'm hearing a different one right now. Yeah, so. of course. Yeah. You know. Your reaction is different, therefore it's a different song. Yeah. Well, my car. Okay, I'm sufficiently calmed. <laughs> What's next on the on the from the new the brand new uh, audio that we have that we own? Jingles and sting stingers. Stingers Ooh, let me hear a, let me pack. hear one. Let me hear one right now. No, cool. That's a pretty right. that's pretty catchy to be honest. It's pretty good. It's a good little jingle, you know. I'm not a big jingle head, but you uh-huh. know that's fine. Jingle head, jingle head sounds like it could be a slur if I'm not careful. <laughs> You know? <laughs> it's uh, it's what musicians call people that only make up bits, like for the songs. They don't, they can't make a song. They yeah. can only do do one like two second bit of a song that sounds really good, but they can't they actually write a jingle head. 
a bit of a jingle it's head. Tickle, tickle the jingle head. Yeah, they call him jingle I head. I really feel it's like it's one of those words that you make up, you know you've made up, but you say it out loud and you're like, I feel like I should stop saying it. <laughs> I feel like somebody's gonna come yeah. after me for saying jingle yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what yeah. about um there is uh can you um can you say something that there is uh can you say something, can you act? I'm asking you to act here as the okay. as the producer of the show now. Uh, okay. I want something horror and suspend sounds. I want something that say something and I'll put a horror and suspend sound under well, it. Maybe. What do you mean by a horror and you mean like a like a that's sting? the pack then the FX pack FX it's an FX pack. So is I guess it like it, a sting or is it like a creaky door old house? Or? I can t- to read you the description of this. Okay, uh, right, give me a quick because I need some I need some direction. Here. Fifty-seven. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of things. I guess. Uh, at uh, introducing the horror and suspense sound FX pack by Ovani Sound. Okay, thank there, you, Ovani that's Sound. All, thank you, Ovani Sound. A chilling symphony to haunt your projects and send shivers down your audience spine. Fifty-seven voice sounds evoke fear with a spect- evoke fear with a spectral chorus of eerie voices adding on the way so it's just like Ooh. That's scary <laughs> all right okay well how about all right okay wait, let me, wait, let no, me no, try no. this you got 26 yeah. tension sounds uh and there's okay. 43 atmospheric sounds okay so i don't know what you which one do you want to do do you want to do den- well, tension well let me sounds? i'll you know what i'll do a scene and then i'll leave it up to you to score okay okay well okay. are you ready mm-hmm. you ready this is gonna mm-hmm. be like your project yeah <laughs> Okay. This is gonna be like your. This is gonna yeah. be your like. This is your. Uh, I don't know if they do art tests for like audio engineering, <laughs> but this is like your art test this to get the job. I like. This... We're gonna send you some dialogue. You gotta like add some sound yeah. effects. Yeah. And make it feel real. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No okay. problem. We'll do. All right. All right. Okay. And Are you ready? Action. Oh man, sure is creepy out here in the woods. I sure hope there's nothing that you know terrifying out here. Don't you agree, Max? But Max, where'd he go? Oh, is that some kind of laughing ominous sound I hear? Is that eerie voices? Oh, he's coming to get me. There's a clown behind me. It's stomping with squeaky shoes. Fuck. I gotta... I'm running. I'm running now in the woods. I'm running and you can hear the sound of it. That is scary. So I'm being chased by something that's laughing. Oh, I tripped. Ah! Oh. Where'd the clown go? Am I alone? Did I... Did I... Run? There you go. End of scene. Nah. All right. Yeah. I like how you're like, um, then I'm tripping, uh, and uh, there's a clown sound. <laughs> there's a clown shoe, the big shoe. Well, you know, I'll leave that up to your creative interpretation. But, uh, what kind of sounds need to go in there? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll just well, put nothing great. under it, and you'll just be insane. <laughs> give me another. Give me another. What other song ones do you have? Song ones, all right. Yeah. Let me, let me you got classical it. music, horror music. I got chip tune, ambient music pack. I got chip tune music, uh, electronic music pack, 
fantasy music pack, orchestral, orchestral rock music pack. Oh, give me some orchestral rock right now. Oh, hell yeah. I feel like I'm watching Pacific Rim. <laughs> I'm so pumped up. Uh, I feel like maybe Imagine Dragons stole something from this song. Yeah, same. I feel like, I mean, I'm listening to it right now, and it's like, I feel like lots of people rip this stuff off. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like something Jeremy, that band that Jeremy Reynolds had, where he tried to be Imagine Dragons because he wanted to make music for commercials, basically. This sounds like, uh, this sounds like Buckaroo Banzai and the Hong Kong Cavaliers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> little spoiler for later on in the podcast, I'm going to talk oh, about really? Buckaroo Banzai, because um, I watched <laughs> Okay, is that what you watched? I watched yesterday. (laughs) You know. All right, so we have Unplugged Music Pack. We have Horror Music Pack. Japanese Music Pack. There's a lot of packs in there. Metal Music Pack. Well, that's cool. Unity Audio Plugin, which is... All right, give me a Unity Audio Plugin sound (laughs) right now. I don't think that's what it said. Give me a Unity Audio... Well, why did you pay for it then? Because it was included, it was included in the pack. I'm sorry, they sold it to me. I couldn't do anything. You are not a crafty shopper, my friend. I am not. I can sell it to someone. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make a fake giveaway because they can actually sue me for that. I was going mm-hmm. to sort of make a funny joke about how, like, oh, if someone's the first person to subscribe to our channel gets a but no, they could actually. I can get in trouble for that uh-huh. with the law. And there's you should try it anyway. Of <laughs> no. Who's gonna? Who's gonna come at you? I'm gonna. We're gonna be get so unlucky. We're gonna get snitch. That's what we're not, the only viewer that we're gonna have is just gonna be like some guy yeah. that listens to our podcast and just snitches on everything. Well, I had a do. long day working at my Unity uh, audio plugin job, mm-hmm. designing Unity audio plugin. Yeah. You know, what? I think I'll try out this podcast. I just yeah. Like, Oh, a lot of it. I gotta tell my boss. Yeah, I'm gonna. Now this will win me the promotion. And now they're also making fun of Sir Patrick Stewart, which God is my it. friend. I'm gonna it get him on the phone. He's my friend. I met him <laughs> at an ice cream shop, but we really hit it off. Yeah. I he keeps that... saying they keep saying Picard season three is bad, and I personally enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought it saved the franchise. I'm the guy that made recorded him eating that ice cream that pops up on Reddit and every Reddit every once in a while. For some I reason. see that on Tumblr. Old man eats ice cream. The Wholesome. one where he like bites off the bottom of the ice cream and then sucks yeah. it up. And it's the, the thing is, I like seeing it on Tumblr though because it's captioned with Picard behaving badly on Earth. <laughs> uh, I like that as a caption. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, hip hop music pack. <laughs> All right, play me some hip. The last one now. Okay, play me some hip hop music. Okay, I'm gonna try and do a. I'm gonna try and do like a cipher, like a freestyle over. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm gonna. All right, ready and play. Mm-hmm. All right. This is my friend Max. My Yo. friend Max is whack. <laughs> he put. He's putting on some wax. Yeah. On his bald ass head. Yeah. Wish he were dead. <laughs> Looking like Fred. I am- from Scooby Doo. <laughs> Smells like a shoe. <laughs> Getting worn by a. 
All right, and the, uh, there you go. All right, so hopefully that fit over whatever is whatever, there, yeah, I, which I know I just... it did because I was listening to it while I <laughs> was going. Anyway, <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of Excuse work. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a lot of work on in the first 11 minutes of... Yeah. I guess at least to 11 minutes I'm going to turn to like 20 minutes because I'm going to put so much stock sounds over it. No, no, you shouldn't yeah. be cutting anything from our audio. You should just be dropping and layering stuff on. Okay, yeah. I don't know well, why the... you would... Because the thing is, it's not like you need to like stop us and mm -hmm. then have a bit of music play and then we come back. We should just be talking over it, you know? Fade in, hear some uh, of it while we're well, because we already put in pauses ourselves, you know. Yeah, Hollywood action sounds, Ben. All right, let's hear a punch. Ow! Now let's hear a kick. Oh, my balls. Mm hmm. Is that funny? Is that a good joke? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't know, sure. There's like a lot of apparently 97 weapon sounds and That's 21 explosion cool. sounds and 42 environmental say. sounds Ooh. and 10 ambient tracks. So I'm not really sure I'll be able to find a punch. <laughs> I could. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot Ben now. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's what you get for making me do all this extra work on this episode. <laughs> My blood. My blood. <coughs> mm. I tried to do some realistic like sputtering nice dying mm -hmm. but you don't have that in your fucking fancy ears maybe we, we should make pack. our own pack dead ends and dead ends and sound effects pack that'd be good I think that'd be New cool Lex penis is in there maybe do like a free maybe like a fair use kind of thing just put it out there yeah That'd be fun. I could do yeah. that. That sounds like a fun thing to do, <laughs> to be honest. Like well, we just, we, we make a, <laughs> we release just a YouTube video and you just like, just cut it out. Just cut out the video. If you me, just, me just going, ooh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, that's just a taste. Yeah. That's just a taste of what you're going to get. Yeah. I wish, you know, like back in the day, it was so easy to edit like, files like game files and like replace audio files in video games yeah. so you could just replace something with like something really funny now they all have know? all of this data protection and shit yeah, <laughs> yeah they gotta Fucking put anti crap <laughs> <laughs> they're putting the nouveau in there and they're making your computer all slow <laughs> yeah. they're putting root kits in your computer <laughs> yeah. to try and stop you from cheating at warzone season 7 and there's still cheaters in the game. And they're, they're still rife with cheaters. Yeah. Yeah. You know. mm. But, you know, whatever. Hello but... and welcome to Dead Ensigns. <laughs> a Star Trek skewed general media podcast discussion thing. Um, I'm Ben, this is Max. Uh, that's me. And I so... do not give my consent for you, dear viewer, to cut all these effects of this podcast and use it for yourself I this don't, is what I don't i'm saying we have to that. layer it with our audio you know but if i don't what if i want to do it for an effect okay what if i want to i need it to be on its own yeah i guess but you never really just have an effect on it <laughs> it, you need to have like some accompanying like direction for the for the listener right mm-hmm 
You can't just play a bunch of sound effects in a row and then and then go like, all right, well that happened. <laughs> Glad all that happened. <laughs> you, you need to, to if you're that. doing a radio drama, you need to say stuff like, "Oh no, I'm about to fall down the stairs." <laughs> oh my back! I fell down the stairs. Yeah. And then that way, just... if somebody joins early on, they know the sound that's coming up. And then nah, if yeah. somebody joins in the middle of the sound effect, then and they realize, oh, it was falling down the stairs is what I heard. No, I would just do like a thing where like uh, someone was like uh, walking around, you know, he's just in, instead of doing like noise, he just goes yeah. stairs, 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 stairs as it falls. And then when someone picks up a cup, it goes like cup. And then like, oh. you know, whenever someone interacts with something that visually would be there, they just say like there's like a <laughs> thing in the background going like chair, sit, that, you know. That is <laughs> quite funny, but also that does just sound like audio descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be kind of funny to do like a fake radio drama and then yeah you just don't have actual sound effects you just have somebody like saying something <laughs> yeah you know where, when someone where they do like replace all sounds with mouth sounds in a video game or something like that you know but it's just mm -hmm. descriptive it's acapella okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have multiple people and they have each one has like their own thing that they have to describe you know and they have a different voice yeah because yeah. you don't want somebody with a low-pitched voice doing like a doing like smashing glass yeah of course that's yeah. a high-pitched noise yeah you exactly. need somebody with like a very high voice <laughs> to go glass! like glass smashing yeah exactly you know and then when someone drives a big truck it goes like truck truck <laughs> truck <laughs> yeah. explosion yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and that's how it, that's a, that's a, you know we're gonna start kickstarter to get uh, get this going you know a new radio <laughs> drama <laughs> radio drama uh it costs five hundred and fifty five thousand pounds <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's, yeah, you know it's like you need a lot of different people for the sound yeah, effects. Exactly, you guys don't get it. Okay, you might you sound like a lot, but when it like you know you start doing it, you rather have more. Than less. Yeah, you really would prefer to have more when you're producing something <laughs> than less. You know, it's like you know when Shenmue Three was getting thing, it's uh -huh, just like oh, exactly. just another Kickstarter. And the thing a lot of people don't understand is that there's you've got to factor in Kickstarter's cut. <laughs> They're going to take a portion of it, and there's nothing you can do about it. And you it's like, fair enough, thieves. I get it. <laughs> you know, you've got to keep the site up and running. But yeah. unfortunately, I have to factor that in when I'm setting my price for my radio drama is £555,000. Yeah, exactly. They're getting, Kickstarter's going to get £55,000 of that, and it's going to eat into... Eat into our production, our budget. <laughs> Another thing a lot of people don't realize is that we need to hit a certain goal to get other investors involved. Yeah, exactly. There are, There's even more money we need than what we're asking for, and we need to reach that goal for even mm -hmm. the other people who want to get involved to say, yeah. all right, yeah, we'll put money in. Yeah. We there's also a lot of factors that go into this, and the people don't realize uh... 
we need to also buy land in Georgia, buy like a ranch where you can isolate all the actors that are there with mm-hmm. us. They live with us now. <laughs> Some would call it a compound, but it's a ranch. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a studio. Okay, it it, a, cr- it gives a nice creative flow <laughs> to yeah. all of our work. The nearest neighbor or like any civilization is like two hour drive away. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. But, it's <laughs> I mean, it's fine. If that's why, because it's like if you get well, you either pay five hundred thousand dollars, or we have to bring it up to a million, because then we'll have to buy mm-hmm. like a place somewhere closer, right? And we're this gonna way... have to buy like a <laughs> what, oh, you want us to record it in a city? Okay, well we're gonna have to buy a whole building then. <laughs> we're gonna have to buy like a uh, an apartment building. Yeah, exactly. To put you know. <laughs> We need to get the like you know vibe going with all the people we work with, like to, roommates. Yeah. They need to be like our roommates. You know, we need to build up a really good vibe. <laughs> you know, the apartment that they had in Mission Hill. <laughs> we need like seven of those, basically. Yeah, exactly. You know, really, really big because <laughs> open like, when plan you look at apartments. Any like sort of like like mm-hmm. uh, Seinfeld. Friends, yep. you know, like look at the apartments that they live in, They're and like huge. how funny those shows are, right? They're gigantic. You know? <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. <laughs> how I okay. met your mother, you know. I know what you're thinking. Oh, so we need a we need. Why would you need a giant place for a radio drama? <laughs> and it's like I feel like you really don't understand <laughs> the the inherent art of acting, which is embodying what you're performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like fully believing it and being inside of it and yeah. and we need these locations even though it's <laughs> yeah. radio it's audio yeah we still need to be in those spaces to to be able to perform properly yeah exactly and we have to have space for all the things that we need because like right so we have the guy that makes like the deep sounds right so yeah. he, he we need to buy a, like a huge truck we need to buy to, it his and thing. we need to ride it around right we so need to record him we need to record him while he's in the truck <laughs> saying truck truck because he needs to you know feel it intimately he needs to be yeah. in there. he needs to feel the nice leather seats he needs to he needs to be able yeah. to feel the weight of the end of the power of the engine yeah. Rumbling through the yeah. cabin. <laughs> yeah. He needs to sleep in the cabin for like a week and a half at least before yeah. we can even start recording him saying truck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. And then, you know, like. The even big... then, it might take like 1,700 takes after that. <laughs> it's impossible to know. And that's a lot of gas money, too. So, you it's know, maybe we're of... going to have to raise that, raise that Kickstarter and go. <laughs> Maybe like <laughs> we're being generous with five thousand. Yeah, yeah. To be completely honest, yeah, you can but see like, the full breakdown at the bottom of the page. Yeah, yeah. And then you like scroll the... down, and it's a pie chart that just is like one blue <laughs> circle that says "money we need." <laughs> and like you know, like that's the, the thing, you know. Like you guys are gonna be so glad you spend all that money. Uh, I mean, you gave that money to us because yeah. that crescendo of the show of the audio drama of that plane crash where we all have to sit in a plane and crash a plane into the ground so everyone can do the sounds of the crashing plane. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. And the best part is we'll, we'll die doing it. <laughs> so it's like if you're giving money, then you know it's going to be well spent because it's like, 
well, they're going to die at the end. It's not yeah. like they can run off with a bunch of excess money. and Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and live on an island somewhere. No, I can't, because I know that at the end of this production, I will be dead from the plane crash we have to record. Yeah, exactly, you know. And, like, you know, we'll add a bunch of stretch goals. We'll put, like, a, a stretch yeah. goal, add a million, where yeah. it, we will release, like, a, you know... Uh, a free audio pack for all the yeah. sounds that we used. <laughs> also some, like, high donation tiers of, like, yeah. oh, pay £50,000, you get to be in the plane crash scene <laughs> with us. You could pay, like, 100000 You can live in the compound with you us. You can live in the compound with everyone. <laughs> I mean, the apartment building or the ranch or whichever, you know, how no, much 125000 is a nice one because you get to be in <laughs> the, the, the trailer of yeah. the guy of the truck when it's being yeah. driven by the guy who says truck. Yeah, exactly. And that's going to be a great experience because you're going to do that and then you're going to get to have dinner with the crew. Yeah, <laughs> you can have a Q and A. Ask anything you want. Just hang out. Yeah. <laughs> now at five hundred and fifty-five thousand here, you get to do a sound. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> that <laughs> only has a fifteen percent chance of being cut in the final product. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great odds, I think. Yeah. Exactly. You know. So please you're... donate to Ben and Max Dedenson's uh, untitled radio drama. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. You're gonna love it. <laughs> We need the we need that cash. We really need that money to get to even get started. We need to start even thinking about like I've just came up with the ending, but I fight, I don't I'm not really sure how what else is like. Yeah, what's we still be need to come up with how we're gonna get there. <laughs> gonna get there. <laughs> the real I mean, meat and potatoes of the drama, you know. <laughs> I just like you know I have that thought you know that hunting me of like like I need to die in a plane crash you know. And, and then it, and then it comes out and it. people listen to it and it's literally like five hours of a guy being like, I have to go and drive my truck to the plane now. <laughs> truck, truck. All right, five hours later, all right, I'm getting on the plane and, oh no, it's crashing. Plane, 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 plane. plane. It's like a chorus of 500 people saying plane, plane. <laughs> And then one guy going crash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you know. That's well, gonna be great. Max, how was your week? It's been fine. Yeah. I I was uh, uh, I played uh, Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty. Wow. Finally started it. Yeah, it's fun. It's you finally the most started realistic. the DLC stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Elba is pretty good, isn't it? I call yeah. him Elbow. Idris? Like, I know him. Yeah. Well, when, know him. if you knew him, you'd call him Idris, right? <laughs> no, no. He asked me to call him that. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, know, that's what his friends call, call him. Elba, <laughs> I prefer Elba. <laughs> <laughs> I go by Elba. I go by Elba. That's nice. You're on that kind of relationship with him. It's cool. Yeah, it's... Um... <laughs> It's pretty good. I I like it. I like the. It's a lot more cinematic, you uh -huh. know, because it. It's more of a experience that you go like the story. Is you tend to play it like, you know, like when you played some uh, Cyberpunk, you you do missions, then you do side missions, and it's like two hours later, three hours later, you start doing the next part of the main mission. 
mm-hmm. so it kills the momentum of that of that main campaign you know because mm-hmm. you've been doing all this stuff while you know takamura is like please meet me at this bridge and he's been standing there for like <laughs> days you know yeah but i like and, that personally <laughs> like, <laughs> i enjoy the idea of him turning up that bridge like every day for like two weeks straight just <laughs> yeah. being like well he didn't throw it up again he didn't turn <laughs> up i'm sorry takamura <laughs> i've been doing a mission where a guy gets <laughs> gets crucified and i get to do it sorry i uh, went to this mission where i had to get i had to get a car and it was a cool car and then i drove it around a lot yeah exactly and i just kind of spent two straight weeks driving it around because it was cool <laughs> Anyway. And there's a thing in my head that's gonna kill me in two hours, but those two hours have been <laughs> lasting me a really long time. Uh, that's the thing. That's the a... more fun side things you do, the more distracted Johnny Silverhand is. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. why the game. That's why you yeah. last a lot longer than you think. You know. Yeah, because he's like, I, really, I just want to see what happens. What this fucking idiot will do next. Yeah. But yeah, so because he, there are still side things to do. Uh, the thing is that, like, because it's called Dogtown, the, the the part of the city, it's a pretty cool idea. It's like the Dogtown comes from the fact that, like, during the corporate wars, like, the guy, I don't remember, was the, like, general guy or whatever, colonel that was there, it's called Hortz or whatever. He's like, he was like, they were like, all right, ceasefire, peace talks, fuck, you know. And he was like, nah, <laughs> I'm just going to become a warlord. So he makes this, like... Dogtown, uh, bit area of Night City, which people just kind of ignore. Like people just go like, ah, yeah, we don't talk about Dogtown, <laughs> and it's like complete ice. It's like basically libertarian like paradise, where it has like no laws except for his law, mm-hmm. which like no taxes or anything like that. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, but like yeah, so it's like it's a pretty interesting concept for a place, and they because you get to do the main quest kind of like one after the other it flows a bit better i like the story up to this point it's it's pretty cinematic to be honest like it's like it feels like i don't know how if it's a bad thing or a good thing or like it feels like call of duty a little bit you know (laughs) okay where you play like this very highly cinematic kind of you know game you know it's a sure single player shooter sort of thing you know and uh, and I uh, yeah I've been enjoying it up to this point you know and yeah it's 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 nice you know I haven't uh, apparently there's a new ending with it so I'm kind of curious yeah. about seeing that you, you know? get to hang out with Elba at the end you, yeah <laughs> I get to see my real life friend El- Idris Elba in video game and I'm like yeah it's pretty you cool. gonna invite him over when you do the ending like I want to see. He's like, I want to see you experience it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I've already seen it inside out. Yeah. I want to see you yeah. see it fresh through. No, no, your no, no, eyes. no, no. He he actually told me that he he blacks out whenever he recorded it. So now he gets to see it like what he made for the game. Oh, you know, okay. he That's watches fun. me. He sits behind me and watches me. And like gets to see is like he just got his hand like he's got his face in his hands. And it's like. Um, I can't believe this, you know. Uh, but you know, he just he mm-hmm. he gets to experience his performance for the first time too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which is really oh, interesting. That's cool. that's uh, nice. But yeah, I I thought there was a yeah, and like, uh, yeah, there's a, is a 
is worth playing, basically, if you liked Cyberpunk. And, you know, yeah, uh, you get a lot of uh, some more kind of, uh, you know, uh, characterization of Silverhand and stuff like that. Uh, with It is weird that you get quite a lot of, like, he seems a lot more, like, willing to talk about himself in this DLC, you know, content. Yeah. Like, he talks more about not the fact, like, the events of, that brought his end, you know? He talks more about just himself, you know, like a lot more. movies. Like, his childhood and stuff like that. He mentions things like that, you know? His favorite movies, that... maybe his favorite food, <laughs> TV, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He the, the, maybe maybe I haven't gotten to that bit yet, but maybe yeah. Uh, it would have been the... really cool if they completely changed it and John mm-hmm. Silverhand basically works like uh, Zach in Deadly Premonition. Yeah, he's like you're just I driving should... around and he'll like appear next to you and he go, "Did you ever see uh, the Country Bears Jamboree?" Yeah, it's an amazing movie. Have you ever seen Flubber? Not the Disney remake, the original. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the the original? Ben? No, I haven't seen the original. I only seen the, the Disney remake. But there's a cute moment where you pick up a, uh, like a payphone. You mm-hmm. you you call up use a payphone, and V just kind of looks at the receiver, and Silverhand just goes like you know put he does the phone like, the uh, shape of his hand and like puts it up to his ear. To like show you that you need to put your phone up to your phone to, up to your face, you know, okay. and hold it because they don't use, you know, normal phones like receivers in 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 the cyberpunk future, basically, yeah, you know. Dude, I saw a kid the other day he picked up the book. He said, "How do I open on the app?" <laughs> he's like, "Where do I charge yeah. this thing?" Yeah, and he's I'm like, sitting here. I'm looking yeah. at the camera. Pointing a thumb at the kid like this generation. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, Silverhand goes like, uh, "Kids these days." That's why he said, "Kid, mm-hmm. no, kids th- these days." And I can't do Keanu Reeves, but yeah, that's what he. That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And and then that sounds and like then he struggles, and then he struggles to open an email in front of you. <laughs> that's cool. That's so cool, dude. But yeah, it no, it's cute. it's all right. And I've watched a movie called Lola, which is a weird movie. It's kind of like a about a uh, like uh, two sisters. One of them invents a. I'm into no, it. Time- <laughs> yeah, but then what do they do? <laughs> then what do they do? <laughs> they. I'm one rubbing of them, my hand. <laughs> you can't tell what I'm doing. It. You're, you're gonna light yourself on fire with the amount of rubbing you're doing. Uh, but <laughs> but they, one of them invents a time like a not a time machine, but a, a machine that can pick up radio waves from the future okay. and stuff like that. So not just radio waves, like signals from the future and. It's like around World War Two, so they use it to like you know affect the war outcome of the war, basically using the the machine, which is okay. basically kind of the Enigma machine. Like that's what happened with the Enigma, where they you know they worked out the Enigma and they used the Enigma machine to 
to predict what Germans will do, you know? This is a movie that came out last year? Yeah, it came out last year. I watched on, like, Mubi, I think, or BFI. I don't remember. But it was, like, okay. Like, it wasn't anything that big. I don't know, man. I'm looking at apparently Rotten Tomatoes says it's 100% good. Okay, because, like, two people reviewed it? Uh, no. 21 Uh, people. Oh, okay. That's 10 times the amount you said. That's 10 times the amount. (laughs) That's a lot of people that, uh have the same sort of opinion about this movie. Yeah. But it was okay. It wasn't uh it wasn't anything jaw dropping as a film, but it was interesting, I guess. Well, how did they you killed, feel about um They killed Rory, David Bowie? How did you think of a feel about Rory Fleck Burns performance? Is he I don't who is he who is he playing? What about Neil Hannon? He did I the don't music. know these he did the I music. Don't, what did, did he play music. David Bowie's uh... he did, he did <laughs> yeah, original he, he, music he did the what original do you mean they killed the... David Bowie cause like they changed the future and David Bowie isn't around anymore hey take me to that time when I'm alright buddy yeah you know, you know. wow I'm how kidding. dare you I'm kidding I'm gonna be like David hour and 19 a... minutes barely even feature length I... I should do a thing like for David Bowie where I above. where I have like <laughs> where I have like multiple personas I go throughout my life, you know? Oh, like a like, like a... the white duke and like Ziggy, you know, I go for like different things. I start dressing differently. I thought you meant you know? like a DID kind of situation where you had disassociative <laughs> <laughs> identity disorder. No, no, I just put on a different persona. Yeah, you have your like Ziggy Stardust, you have, yeah. your, you have your Nazi. White Duke, yeah. Mm-hmm. The thin white Duke. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I can just go like, that was a, a episode. <laughs> I was just doing a lot of cocaine when I was the big white thin white duck. And I just had some opinions, okay? But, you know, now I'm not that one anymore. I'm no. Ziggy. So no, I'm you know, Ziggy now. I, <laughs> Ziggy was before that. I spent but... like a week thinking that fascism was kind of cool. <laughs> and then I kind, kind of... of read about what it was and what happened. And I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, maybe I misread the room. <laughs> yeah. It's like... But then whenever you want to re- revisit those ideas, you just go back, you know, you go back into that. <laughs> you just do more cocaine and then you're like, actually, maybe it's good. <laughs> I'm coming around again. Well done. Well done. About it. Maybe the Nazis really liked fascism because they were all on meth. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. I mean, there was a lot of them. Doing yeah. it on the front lines, yeah. possibly. Yeah, they say meth, uh, like, the, you think that, like... Uh, you know, America's on the spiral towards fascism. Maybe the meth epidemic has something to do with it. Maybe. Jeez. Maybe. Maybe if we get rid of it all, everybody yeah. will chill out. We'll the chill out. out. <laughs> everybody will chill out. Yeah. Hard to say. <laughs> exactly. You know. Mainly yeah, because it's like an unattainable goal, but it could happen. <laughs> Might happen. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The big... Big white, thick, thin Max. The the thick, thick white Max. <laughs> <laughs> the thick white racist. Yeah, uh, it's a Max spelled with an X. 
That's right. That's one of my personas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. And I play and I listen to new metal all the time. <laughs> Limp Biscuit just all the fucking time. Who's your Ziggy Stardust alien on earth persona? Well, um <laughs> Was Ziggy Stardust an alien? He was supposed to be know. an alien, wasn't he? I'm not sure. I thought then. you were the fucking David Bowie head. I love David Bowie. Uh, he might yeah. have, like, allegedly have sex with young boys, but, like, you know. I aren't even talking about that. What are you fucking talking I'm talking about this damn Ziggy No, it's just I'm protected because people might go, like, oh, you, you're Stardust supporting a, a... David Bowie character. Oh, yeah. So he... he oh, yeah, so that's that was behind it. It was Ziggy that <laughs> had sex he's with an, those he's young boys. He's an androgynous <laughs> alien rock star who came to Earth ah. before an impending apocalyptic disaster to deliver mm-hmm. a message of hope. Oh, okay. That's very Star Trek, to be honest. Why well, haven't was they done my that? Martian messiah who twanged a guitar, according to Bowie on the character. That feels like so such a thing that would happen in Star Trek. An alien like plays a rock opera or something. That's that a does good. Not, that doesn't sound like an episode of Star Trek at all. That's such a good way to do that musical episode that they did in um, what's it called? Brave New Worlds, but without the music is entangled within the fabric of space so now everybody sings sort of thing. He's like the nineteen ninety nine comedy special Golden Years, Ricky Gervais plays a Bowie impersonator named <laughs> Clive Meadows who arrives at well, a business meeting as Ziggy Stardust. That's what? how do we how do we get to Ricky Gervais? I read uh, I read um the in popular culture section oh. of Ziggy Stardust on Wikipedia. Okay, so how many personas? Can you look at how many personas David Bowie had? Okay, hold on. Uh, <laughs> list of David Bowie personas. Mm-hmm. This is ground control to major band. Yeah, a lot of these. I feel like some of these are going to be pretty funny. Is it a lot? Okay. This is a list from... Um, uh, this is a list from The Independent. Mm-hmm. It's titled David Bowie, A Journey Through the Iconic Singer's Ever-Changing Personas. This was on Monday the 11th of January 2016, which was, I think, shortly before he died. (laughs) Shit. Or maybe maybe a little bit after. This might have been done in memoriam. Yeah, Yeah, this was literally the day after he died they published this article. Mm -hmm. There's there's Davy Jones. Mm Mm-hmm. Davy Jones, so born, okay. Born Davy Jones in Brixton in 1947 and bred in the leafy suburbs of Bromley. Bowie was the... I think this is him. Actually. This is David Jones, the ground control. And that was obviously Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. Major Tom. We all know uh-huh. Major Tom. Yeah, of course. Aladdin Sane. <laughs> Aladdin Sane. <laughs> Aladdin Sane. Aladdin okay. Sane was a continuation of Ziggy Stardust, the protagonist of uh. his sixth album, Bowie describes the alter ego as Ziggy Goes to America. <laughs> okay. The album was inspired by his 1972 tour, Aladdin Insane. Aladdin Insane. Okay. Like, Alad. Alad Insane. Oh, He's Aladdin. Insane, I guess. Oh, Jesus Christ, David. Here's the description they have for the thin white duke. 
the darkest of all of those <laughs> alter egos. <laughs> <laughs> the dark, nobody, dark, dark. nobody, Bowie has never come up with a character more dark and insane than the thing. Not even yeah. Aladdin Sane was as insane as the Thin White Duke. Yeah. Uh, the Thin White Duke coincided with the peak of his cocaine usage. Although on the surface the Duke seemed more ordinary than Bowie's former personas, at a closer look, he exhibited signs of real trauma. Mm. <laughs> um, Bowie describes the Duke as <laughs> a very Aryan fascist type. <laughs> a would-be romantic with absolutely no emotion at all, who uh, but who spouted a lot of neo romance. Okay. Well, what's next? <laughs> the, what's after that? The Duke that? emerged at a time when Bowie said he lived on red peppers, cocaine, and milk. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, okay, that's he a... was so insane. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like it's completely the... insane. <laughs> it's to realize well, the is... world that did it to him. It's us. We did it well, to David Bowie. Well, this one is in season. We got Halloween Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Jack is Bowie's first post Ziggy persona. I mean, I know that's not true because we just talked about Aladdin insane. <laughs> <laughs> Thin white dude. But all right. Yeah. Lead character of Diamond Dogs, Halloween Jack is a real cool cat who lives in the declining <laughs> Hunger City. <laughs> and then they just mention that the album cover features Bowie as half man, half dog, but they don't really make it. They don't really say that that is Halloween Jack. Yeah. So who knows? Like then the... there's the Elephant Man. <laughs> Bowie okay. played the lead in the Elephant Man on Broadway. I wouldn't say that's a persona. That's like saying yeah, that's, just like, that's like saying the guy in Labyrinth is a Bowie person. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, Bowie really embodied the king of the goblins <laughs> in, in Labyrinth. Yeah. I'm a Bowie person. Bowie's the persona <laughs> when you think about it. <laughs> I'm kind of a I'm kind of like a Bowie persona. Yeah. I think we're all a Bowie persona in a way. Yeah. He's an every single like young man at some point, you know. <laughs> like Halloween Jack, man. When's Halloween, Halloween Jack coming back? Huh? <laughs> it's in season. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I'm fucked God up about Aladdin just, like, Sane. <laughs> I need to know more about Aladdin Sane. <laughs> he starts, uh, Halloween Jack starts singing like these like, fucking Halloween songs. He's <laughs> just like, fucking pumpkins going round and round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's going on with Aladdin, Aladdin Sane? I think you're not a big Bowie fan. I think you're a liar. What? I don't know. I just that's I'm the looking thing. at the cover of Aladdin Sane, and it's literally like the most iconic David Bowie cover ever. Yeah, of course. But and yet you're you know, like, I've never heard of Bowie described I the didn't album's know that title it was character. His persona, to be honest. I <laughs> yeah, we got just... dude. We got it. We figured it out. Bowie described the album's title character upon on a lad insane as Ziggy Stardust goes to America. Mm-hmm. We fucking got it, dude. We just said it, and we were like, "Oh, we get it." A lad, insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's we Aladdin. can read Bowie. Insane. I think we could probably be the next David Bowie. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it was that hard. You just need to be weird. 
No, that's not what it was. He was, yeah, it he was. Made good. He wrote make music. He made good music. He wrote right? he wrote he wrote a song and then he cut it up into uh, into different pieces and then he rearranged them and he was like, There we go. <laughs> There's my next hit song. You know, it's like everyone has their form of creativity. You can't be like that. You know Can't. it was only about money for him, because as soon as it started to dry up, he was like, shit, now I need to just make pop hits. I just need to die. Fuck, now I just need to make pop hits. Yeah, you know, it's... No, it's like... Is that, like, you know, he, you need yeah. to... You need to, like, as he says, as as he showed us, he has transformed throughout the years, you know? He's become Never so makes... many different people. <laughs> Ziggy, Major Tom, Aladdin Sane. I like the Finn idea of, Halloween like, <laughs> someone having enough pool as a celebrity to be able to get, like, these passports in these characters, you know? You think he was trying to go, he was going to Germany, like, can I get a thing yeah. like Duke passport, please? Yeah. <laughs> Belly full of peppers and milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I need a German passport right please. now. For the Finnoid Duke. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the idea of him, like, <laughs> the FBI, is CIA or whatever is after him. He's like, we need to find a Finnoid Duke. But he, <laughs> he came back from Germany as Ziggy Stardust. So now, yeah. where's Finnoid Duke? Well, Finnoid Duke in has Germany. vanished. It's got, he's disappeared into thin air. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> this guy looks. <laughs> That's his power. It's his ability. Yeah. What if each of. What if every time he embodied. It's like that movie split. Every time he embodied a new persona, he got like a new ability. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. That's the we thing. really can't tell we can't anymore ask because him. He's we can't dead. ask him. He's we would dead, have to so exhume his know. body to find if uh, if if that was the case. <clears throat> We'd what have if he to was like... just like Doctor Who. He was just dying all the time of overdoses and turning, coming back. As... How is that like Doctor Who? You mean like the then... regeneration? Yeah, yeah. He would just regenerate as like a different person. You know. Yeah, I think that was. I think that is the process that was him doing cocaine. <laughs> I think is what that was. Yeah, he was ODing and then coming back as uh, a lot of cocaine, insane. and then he would be like, "I've got a brand new idea for a character. It's called Halloween Jack." <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about him, David. Tell us about Halloween Jack. Yeah, I went. To well, America. he's he loves Halloween. <laughs> I, it's really the ideal to get to a point of celebrity or artistry that you can just come out with like absolute shittiest stuff like <laughs> I don't mean like the quality of music but I just mean like here's my new album it's about my new character he's called Jack Control <laughs> and it's, it's about his journey through office yeah. supplies <laughs> The world the of new... office supplies. I can't wait for your next uh, next character, which is going to be called Ben Benedict. Benedict Ben. Mm-hmm. It's a little redundant. Um, yeah. You know. That's part of the a... charm. <laughs> that's part of the charm. Exactly, you know. It's part of the charm, though. Um... This is my new character, Agent Dale Cooper. No relation to the <laughs> Peaks character. <laughs> this is my own... <laughs> 
You just start character. stealing characters from pop, Just so pop, happens pop, to have pop. the same name. Don't worry about it. From uh, just fiction in general. Yeah. I am a master of chiefs and I walk around in armor <laughs> all the time. And I go da, 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 whenever I enter a room. This is my new song. It's called Space Halo. <laughs> and oh. I'm a space halo. <laughs> This, this is, is my new character. Control to Major Chief. <laughs> this is my new character. Oh my god! You know what? I really just processed what you said, and it's like it. It made me. Uh, I felt like I was locked in a in a in a mind prison, one thousand years in one second style. Yeah, where I was trapped mm-hmm. in a in a in a parody song of Halo with David Bowie's space <laughs> on it. And I was like, fuck, bro. That would have gone so hard in, like, 2009 on Machinima. <laughs> on the Machinima channel, yeah. Machinima 2009. And you make a Machinima oddity. music video, of course, yeah. Halo Oddity. Halo Oddity. This uh, is, this is have, have, Pillar of Autumn to Buzz the Chief. <laughs> <laughs> it would kill now. Uh, yeah, but it would be more ironic now. Ironic, yeah. Back absolutely. then, you would get people commenting like, this, this is, is so way beautiful. better than modern music. <laughs> Nowadays, people would be like, this is so fire. This is <laughs> this fuck so hard. Lol. I like the idea. Actually, that's just another thing. Jump off to something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, not completely, but adjacently coming back. What if David Bowie like met you and then he made a persona and it's just you? He just steals your name, first name and then second name, and he just like starts wandering around like just like you. Like <laughs> I would be so fucking pissed off. It's <laughs> <laughs> just fucking I am Ben. <laughs> I'd be like, bro, fucking come on, man. <laughs> You can't do anything. Like I can't, can't do anything do. about it. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna try? Am I gonna get out there in front of the world and say David Bowie's being too creative? <laughs> People would crucify me. They would be like, "This man is the second coming of musical Christ." Yeah, and I'm exactly. sitting here like he's going up on stage saying, "I'm Smelly Ben." I'm Smelly Ben. <laughs> this is my new character. I'm Smelly oh, Ben. Yeah. I'm I like, live fuck. at, and then he just. <laughs> I live. He says my whole address. The number one. <laughs> if you want number to call one. me, call me here. The, 017. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like an album, which is <laughs> the number one. When album I go to charting. work, I go to this office. <laughs> I turn up at this time. When I go for lunch, I usually go at this time, and I usually go to this cafe. <laughs> he starts like making shit up, shit up at me, like, and I have a really bad heroin problem. <laughs> My breath always smells like onion and peppers. <laughs> It's really <laughs> off-putting to men and women. <laughs> and then he just like yeah. He just starts then, getting like really like weird about it. He starts <laughs> being like, "Also, I am a proud chaser." <laughs> <laughs> he like 
you end up you can't take it anymore you kill yourself and then people say like condolences to him like they're sending not even to your family i <laughs> like, like to fetishize I, people's race and gender <laughs> he's like he's like doing interviews like, and like, like i'm okay. so affected by ben's death <laughs> i i don't know what i'll do anymore and they're the like very... ben i will be retiring my character ben <laughs> smelly ben <laughs> And he like he see like it's a live audience and he like points at the guy. <laughs> He's like, You're next. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he uh, that's that's the thing. That's why we know David Bowie's a good person, because the devil the devil definitely gave him that offer. <laughs> if you turn somebody into an identity, you can steal their life force and continue living. And I he probably was like, No, I won't do it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I won't, do it. I won't do it to my fans. David, David Bowie-esque uh, punishment of of sorts. Tell you what, though, um, I bet if the devil went to visit David Bowie, they'd be having sex. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> what do I mean by that? I don't know. Make if if, 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 if David Bowie went to heaven, he would be having sex with uh, everyone. He'd probably be at the pearly gates like, hey, St. Peter. (laughs) You look sexy tonight. You're looking good. Did you know I'm bisexual? (laughs) (laughs) Well, come in, you know. Uh, It would be really funny if it came out that David Bowie, like, had in his entire life only ever had sex with, like, one guy once. (laughs) Yeah, you know. It'd be kind of funny, right? That's not what it means, I guess. <laughs> Being bisexual is an identity. I, I'm kidding. I miss a joke. You don't have to start going like. We don't do erm, that. Erm, erm, we don't, we okay, don't, I'm not going to let you do that. I don't want to. I don't want to. Kind of a strange thing to say. I don't want to. I don't want to alienate our bisexual viewers. I'm just know. saying it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, let's shift topic. Uh, yeah, what did you see? Except I watched Bonsai <laughs> across the eighth dimension yesterday. Um, I, I was can't... thinking about watching that because I seen it. It was on uh, like movie or something. I was uh, like, I can't tell if that is the coolest lame movie I've ever seen, or the lamest cool movie I've ever seen. I'm mm-hmm. I'm stuck between the two. If you enjoyed yourself, then it's all good. <laughs> I don't know if I did. You don't know. If, uh, you don't know if you did. So I feel like it's sort of one of those movies where it's like, I the only reason I'm fond of it is because I'm inventing a better movie in my head while I'm watching. It. Yeah, you're like this is such a cool concept. But yeah, Buckaroo Bonsai is else... so cool conceptually. Yeah. But you watch it and it's like... I, w- I had like such a wrong interpretation of this movie going in. I thought it was like, oh, I bet he's going to go to space and stuff. Mm-hmm. And fight like guys. And he fights okay. like some aliens, but they're like the lamest fucking aliens <laughs> in the world, dude. Yeah. And... Eltroids or something. That's a really cool name. That's a David Bowie persona. <laughs> there are red Eltroids and black Eltroids. 
And oh, the red no. Eltroids are racist, and they want to kill the black Eltroids. Oh, no. He's, here's the thing. And they first want to do all, it across dimensions. First of all, didn't know the thing with Buckaroo Banzai is that he's a Japanese-American. Is he? Oh, he's, okay. he's, he has a Japanese father and American mother. Yeah, and... But he's played by Peter Wells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... It's... <laughs> and his last name is Banzai. <laughs> it's because... That his Japanese father was born in Japan, but he was an American. He had an American family, so therefore his he last was Japanese. Name was, but his last name was Banzai. <laughs> <laughs> the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. Yeah. Second, you've seen the poster where he's got the tie and stuff on. And he yeah, looks yeah, cool. yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, he wears. He doesn't wear. He wears like a bow tie. It's <laughs> 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 Like oh, that. Man. oh my god like... i was like they gave him gave the like poster like artist this and the, this like thing right they like t- we took a picture you know you can use it as a reference you know and they just like looked at the results at the end they were like all right whatever <laughs> it was just like defeated they were like okay yeah, exactly. we don't have time fucking like, uh, get you brother. to do another one jeez <laughs> oh, but this is like this is what I mean with Buckaroo Banzai, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see shit like this poster, and you see that name and stuff, and you're just like, I get uh, this movie cannot be as cool as the name and the poster. The, yeah. And the yeah. the answer is it isn't. <laughs> it definitely yeah. is not. Yeah. It's I'm like... si- I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm thinking they should let me make the do the remake. Give me a remake. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I'll give this a second go around. I'll That's do a our uh, second Kickstarter. Is a remake of Adventure uh, of Bucker uh, and Yeah, Banzai. we buy the rights to the Adventures of Bucker. And, and I'm going to play Bucker Banzai. Max is gonna be Bucker Bun- No, I was thinking, dude. It's like here's the thing. You make because the way that it uh, the Bucker Banzai uh, and his his band of interesting gentlemen that he has. Mm-hmm. They're very, gentlemen. they are very alternative. Mm-hmm. It feels like, there's even a guy in there who I'm sure they styled after David Bowie, you know? Ah, uh, okay. Who isn't David Bowie, but he's like, his look and his, 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 and everything and stuff is like this guy. Yeah. I feel like they wanted him to be Bowie. Yeah. Yeah, I feel but like as a, today, But David Bowie as a white duke, right? <laughs> he was the thin white duke version, yeah. You, no, he looked yeah. like David Bowie in... Uh, obviously, it hadn't come out yet. It was like 10 years yeah. before that happened. But he looked like David Bowie in um, in Twin Peaks, you know? Mm. Philip yeah. Jeffries, yeah. you know, in the Philip movie. Philip Jeffries. Uh, yeah. Where he's like got the suit and stuff and the and the, and the the blonde hair and everything. Either way, that's not even Buckaroo Banzai I'm talking about. I need to watch this. I was thinking about watching this, so I think I might give it a go. We can talk about Buckaroo Banzai more next time. More, yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, look forward but to Buckaroo Banzai. The Redux. Redux. Here's the thing. I don't dislike the movie. I think the movie's fun. But yeah, there's so much stuff in there where I'm just like... I don't know if it's a budget thing or they were just. It felt like they were trying to make it. I mean, the movie cost seventeen million in <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, well, you know. Which, I don't. I don't know if uh, that's comparably. I don't know. Compar- I would see. have to look at comparably. Uh, inflation. Banzai is a really good name. Exactly. I remember. I also so had sick. the. It kind of reminds me of High Plane Drifter. 
that movie with Clint Eastwood. I f- the name is a lot cooler, like a lot cooler than the movie itself. It's kind of boring. The movie, it's like a right, it's like all right western, but like the name is like high played drifter. Like hell yeah, you know, that's what I am. I am a high played drifter. Yeah, I am Adventures of Bakarabanzai across the eight dimensions. You know, so purchasing power of uh, so. Okay, look at seventeen movies. million dollars in nineteen eighty four. Yeah. In September twenty twenty three, is the equivalent of fifty million. But look <laughs> at equivalent movies. That's more like how much did I they used know. to spend on All right, that okay, I'll shit. do that instead. You're right. You're right. Look at what the same year. Look at the same year. Well, they had Star Trek three that year. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, I typed in 1984 film, and it's giving me the it's giving me the movie 1984, which I, you know what I should have anticipated. Release schedule, maybe or something. A movie release Movies schedule in 1984. <laughs> Let's yeah. try that instead. Feature film release. Give me like a there you go. 1984 in film. I mean, you had mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, Beverly Hills mm-hmm. Cop, Indiana Jones mm-hmm. and the Temple of Doom. Gremlins and the Karate Kid. Okay, those are the top five. Karate Kid. Okay, and Ghostbusters, twenty-five to thirty million. Well, less. Beverly Hills Cop, thirteen million. Well, okay, that's a bit. Indiana Jones, twenty-eight point seventeen. Yeah. Gremlins, eleven. Okay. Karate Kid, eight million. It's like mid-range. Mid-range. It's about the. I would say it's fair to say that seventeen million is like the average. Mm Mm-hmm. Did not yeah. look like a seventeen million dollar movie at <laughs> yeah. that time period. Um, yeah, the, it's like the, it, it's like the it's like. But to to say the point that I was getting to a minute ago, it's like they're trying to hold him back. It's like <laughs> Buckaroo. Ba- it's like they're conscious of the the fact that Buckaroo Banzai, the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension, the Japanese American polymath, mm-hmm. and his his band of cool guys. Okay, is that what's written in the... In the in no, the... no, I'm just giving you, like, the main tenets of the movie. Yeah. And uh, it's like they had all those concepts, and they were like, if we give this movie its full potential... It would be the, the best movie it's ever. It's going to be too good. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be it's gonna, it's gonna be so good that it's going to be a problem. Yeah. It's like they got a premonition. They were like, this is a movie that is too good for this time period yeah a guy it's gonna be unfair if we sweating. make this if we make the good version of this movie yeah the next 30 years of films are gonna be buckaroo bonsai pointless it, yeah they were pointless there'll be no point of making anymore <laughs> there, we, we would we would end cinema we need to hold it back and make buckaroo bonsai uh, incredibly mid movie instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's yeah. a I got it's uh, the like biggest wearing thing. a weighted jacket, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The biggest <laughs> thing that pissed me off is there's a bit early on that by the way, another thing about it that makes it cool conceptually is that not only does he have a a gang of cool guys that he collected around the world. You mm-hmm. know. His his uh his Hong Kong Cavaliers as he calls okay, them, which yeah. is a fucking so, such a sick They're name. All white. Yes, they are all white. Yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> they are all white guys. <laughs> They're all white Americans. 
<laughs> not only oh my god not only like, are they a cool band of like other scientists and stuff and stylish cool guys that hang yeah. out with him all of them are in a rock band <laughs> called buckaroo bunsay and the and the hong kong cavaliers and they're so cool but the <laughs> the movie's so boring <laughs> yeah it's like they you they had to hold it back there's a bit early on they're in their tour bus they're in buckaroo's room on the tour bus mm-hmm. and he's got it's laid out like a, a little, it's got like a slight japanese styling to it remember he's played by peter weller yeah of course yeah he's supposed to be a japanese American. he's played by peter weller um he, he's he's like got like a like a hikata on and stuff you know he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like holding a katana and he puts it down on like a rack with three other katanas and i'm watching mm-hmm. that and i'm like i can't wait for him to start swinging around a sword later on in the movie and he doesn't he doesn't do it and he doesn't of and he doesn't, doesn't do it once he doesn't even do like any martial arts he just like fights like a like a 30 year old guy who doesn't really know how to fight you know he punches and he runs around and stuff but he never does anything that's cool yeah well you know they didn't have in, in a <laughs> budget strange. to make him use it you know they had to the prop maker make it but then uh they, could, they didn't have money to use it you know it may but... I, I it makes me wonder where it's like <laughs> maybe i'm just maybe we're just spoiled now maybe i'm looking at it like maybe at the time this movie was fucking gonzo obviously mm-hmm. not gonzo enough to make any fucking money make any money yeah <laughs> but, you know, and have any sort of impact on pop culture i guess you know? yeah but maybe at the time it was like a like huge out there and i'm just too poisoned by like the the amount of crazy stuff we have now but i'm watching it like Bro, I could make a. I feel like I could make a more interesting Buckaroo Bonsai. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, give me the rights. Well, yeah. I'm gonna make his thing Buckaroo Bonsai. First of all, actual Japanese American. <laughs> <laughs> first, first, first of all, probably the most important thing. You go to like <laughs> go to studios, try to get money to get this, and they're like, all right, Ben, we can give you the money. We got all. We have all the paperwork. One condition, and you just know what it is. Yeah, Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh, God, it would be <laughs> like it would be. But this is the thing. This is why it's still got to be. You're gonna keep it low budget. I don't think I'd even have a guy. I think I'd have a a cool, slight again keeping in the david bowie vibes i feel have like a cool slightly androgynous like japanese american woman you know mm-hmm. be kind of cool and her like, posse of like cool people not necessarily yeah. all white american guys yeah that yeah. she's collected yeah uh, as her like like her gang the buckaroo bonsais <laughs> and the hong kong cavaliers hong kong cavaliers the hong kong and they're kong actually cavaliers. from hong kong they're um, all from Hong Kong. They're all from Hong Kong. Um, he's got he's got so many cool friends though. He had uh, he had uh, Jeff Goldblum played a doctor who they nicknamed New Jersey. Mm-hmm. There was uh, <laughs> New Jersey. The guy okay. who looked like Bowie. His character mm-hmm. was called Perfect Tommy. Oh my god, that's so cool! It's so sick. They had a guy played by fucking Clancy Brown. You know, Mr. Krabs. Mm-hmm. 
He played a guy called Rawhide. He was like a cowboy. <laughs> he Raw was so hide. sick. I loved him. He was so cool. Yeah. Jesus. They were fighting aliens called... I need called to the watch that movie. The Lectroids. I'll, okay, I'll watch that movie <laughs> for the next episode. We'll talk about it. But I'm going to give you a movie to watch, which is also Peter Wells, Weller movie. It's a Peter, Peter Weller movie. Peter Weller movie. Yeah. yeah. It's called Naked Lunch. That's oh, you want me? I watch. Yeah, I watch Naked Lunch. I think you will like it, or you'll go like, "Ooh, um, disgusting." Don't I'm gonna choose to hate it now that you've said that. Don't read the book. Don't read the book. Don't do it. Don't read the book. I started rereading last night a movie, a book called Wolf in White Van. A movie. Um, yeah, you're like obsessed with that guy or whatever. Uh, you're like a sicko fan or whatever of the guy that makes um, that. He's like from the what are they called? John Daniel Goat Heads or whatever. Mountain I'm goats, a, goat I, I like to think that I've ridded, rid myself of some of my sycophantic behavior that I would have when I was younger. I think mm-hmm. John Daniel is probably somebody that I could be a, a, I could have a sycophantic behavior for still. Nice. I think that's oh. somebody I could see myself still being like, ah, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's cool. Though. He's so cool. He's so but cool. that's the thing. It's like you, if you get famous enough like you produce content whatever you get some pool that's how you get in you know there you that's how not. you don't even you don't even have to like try then like you will just you can get yourself into places where he might be you know there um, you i'm not a sick event for yeah the fucking buckaroo mons like <laughs> <laughs> peter weller no the character oh i'm so dude i was thinking about it all day you were th- just... you were just you were just brewing on Bucker Banza. I was because I I don't know. I was I was like I wasn't even expecting a lot because I went in knowing like I never hear anybody talk about what's in this movie, which is never a good sign. <laughs> you know, I feel like I have heard of the adventures of Bucker Banza across the ape dimension so much, and yet I don't know a single thing that happens in it. Mm-hmm. Must mean that the movie's probably pretty boring. Yeah. Because nobody remembers what happens what happens at the movie. Despite knowing that, I still went in and was like, "This movie is, is it's not got enough going on." Yeah, it needs to be more fun. It needs to be more fun. It has a strong start. I will say that has to have be more racist thing in the movie. So can we inject racism? They've already got in Peter Weller as a Japanese guy. Yeah, but he has to go like, I can't do it. <laughs> Were you gonna do, do an it. accent? No, I was going. Yeah, I was going to do an accent, uh, and also do like you know, karate uh, noises, also. But I refuse to do it. Me saying it doesn't count as me doing it. Okay. But he has three samurai swords, and we don't see him <laughs> he, use them. Is that it's is like, this how uh, One Piece? Is that inspiration? One Piece inspiration. Uh, maybe. I tell you what, they fucking lots of fucking nerds who went on to make nerdy media reference Buckaroo Banzai. Dude, yeah. there's a fucking Buckaroo Banzai reference in Deep Space Nine. I didn't know it. Yeah. I was looking at the other media section in like references and stuff, and in uh the the one of the comp the, the like evil company or whatever in Buckaroo Banzai Yo Yo Dime Propulsion Systems. Mm-hmm. There was an office on for them on the promenade in Deep Space Nine. 
<sighs> the whole time. I had no idea. The entire time. We're such fake fans. If we I'm are. just listening to you. I'm watching all the Peter Weller movies on the preview on IMDb as we're talking. It did remind me, because uh, uh, I was looking in the other films, and there's a bit in Ready Player One. Yeah. Where the main character dresses up as Buckaroo Banzai. I had forgotten oh. about that. And then that made me think, like... I thought he was just dressed up as David Bowie. It made me think, like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's... This is this is the legacy of Buckaroo Banzai. This is the most yeah. appropriate thing. It's yeah, like... Ready Player it's, One is, seems like to be, like, that kind of place, to be honest. Buckaroo Banzai is, like, all style, no substance. But the style media, that it has isn't very good. <laughs> yeah, when media where media goes to die... Is uh, it was Ready Player One? Yeah. Remember how the? Do you remember the bit in that movie when he goes to meet the girl that he knew online? Yeah. Uh, and they treat it like she's some kind of hideous she's monster. Like hideous, yeah. But she's just got like a kind of a birthmark. She it's just like, has a birthmark on her yeah, face. It's fine. She just looks like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, it's it it very much uh, you know makes it really cool because I'm watching Robocop three now. On my on my t on the on my second screen, at least it's a trailer. I think RoboCop three is really bad. Yeah, it's I'm very I'm funny looking. to watch with other people, but it's really bad. Yeah, should but we yeah, watch, yeah, should we do a Ready Player One commentary? Do you think just audio of us commenting over the movie? Would we'll do or at least like audio commentary for Ready Player One? Sure, if you want. It's a new to stretch that, goal then... for. <laughs> yeah, it's a stretch a goal. Stretch That's two goal. million. Two million Ready Player One audio, yeah, audio commentary, and yeah. then <laughs> it's me say I say the timestamp of the movie every ten minutes. So you just just in case you know you can stay in sync with the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm watching RoboCop two trailer now because <laughs> so it's changing. Because like I, like I'm not you can't I'm, stop I just got it. Open. It's I have a Peter I have a Peter IMDb open. And I'm Wait, just watching we need to save things. Max. Donate as much money as possible to our Kickstarter for our radio drama. Uh, yeah, exactly. Kickstarter.com slash Ben and Max Dead Ensigns radio drama. Donate here, really good. Yeah. That's this is the scene where you, the the guy, the, the evil guy from the second oh he's in the hospital. Yeah. And you remember yeah, the bit the when brain, uh, the robot the rips its face, face off. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I've been Ben, this has been Max. Yeah. Thanks for listening me. to Dead Ensigns. You can email us deadensigns at gmail.com. You can leave a comment on YouTube. If you if you think that we're morons, let us know, please. Mm-hmm. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, Podbean, Amazon yeah. Music, I think, iTunes. Yeah, I think so. All of those yep. places. Yeah. Um, and make sure to leave a rating, too. Okay, goodbye. We're on Twitter as well. Bye. Mm. Yeah, bye. It's shorted out, sir. We're gonna have to phaser it. Then what are you waiting for? Right away, sir. Faster would be better, Henderson. I can't, sir. We don't want to... That's enough. But, sir... Stand aside, Carlton. I'm going through. You're alive. Good. 